Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe to her. If you're listening, please subscribe to her. Watching, it definitely means a lot to me. You know how they say actions speak louder than words? Well, that saying couldn't be more true when we talk about what the 49ers just did with Jimmy G. Now, the 49ers, for people that don't know, Signed Jimmy D to a one-year contract, non, I think, no trade clause, to stay with the 49ers. Now, if you're if you're thinking like I was thinking, wait, weren't they trying to trade Jimmy G? Yes. <laughs> and this is what I mean when I say actions speak louder than words. This move, this Jimmy G move, as far as the 49ers keeping Jimmy G, speaks loud and it speaks loud for a lot of in a lot of different areas and let's let's discuss them first and foremost let's talk about the jimmy g side of the situation the 49ers wanted to get off of jimmy g that's they want that's that was probably their number one objective this offseason was to get off of jimmy g the problem is there's sometimes that people can undervalue and overvalue an asset and let's talk about who jimmy g what jimmy g is jimmy g is an okay quarterback he's a good quarterback he he's he's good enough to be a starting quarterback but the problem is jimmy g has not shown that he's good enough to be a winning a super bowl winning quarterback now yes he did help he did get the 49ers to the super bowl but and he also led them to an AFC or NFC championship last year. But it was mainly because so the 49ers, man, the 49ers is a interesting team. This team is a Super Bowl caliber team. If any other quarterback was the quarterback for the 49ers, say you put Aaron Rodgers on the 49ers, they would be the they would be the the Super Bowl favorites by a long shot. Put Patrick Mahomes on here, favored by a long shot. Josh Allen favorite. Hell, if you put Tom Brady on this team, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, they would be prohibitive Super Bowl favorites. But the problem is you have Jimmy G. See, Jimmy G has limitations. Every quarterback has limitations. But the limitation that Jimmy G has holds this team back. I'm not saying that Jimmy G is a bad quarterback. He's not. But he's not a quarterback. If he is your starting quarterback, he need. I said this before. I said this on a, a pod a, a couple episodes ago, a good episode. I don't know when I said it, but I did say it. On this podcast, there are quarterbacks that need more, that need help. Every quarterback needs help, but need more help than others. What do I mean by that? Aaron Rodgers doesn't need that much help. Aaron Rodgers is so good, he can make anybody good. He can make anybody great. We're going to see, I think we're going to see that in full display this year, seeing as though Devontae Adams left. 
But Aaron Rodgers can make anybody good. He can make any situation good. As we've seen, Russell Wilson doesn't need much to succeed. He had a poor offensive line. He didn't have the best re- receiving core. He his 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 coaching that was inconsistent. The running game was inconsistent. Yet they were still winning. Yeah, yes, they didn't win a Super Bowl. But Russell Wilson doesn't need a lot to win. He's that good. Jimmy G is in that class where you need a lot to win. You need a good offensive line. You need a good defense. You need solid, uh, like prime time, uh, prime time weapons in the wide receiver core, the running back core. That's what they need for him to be successful. And because I gave him that, they make it to the NFC Championship. They make it to the Super Bowl, even though they didn't win. They make it to the Super Bowl. But you take that away from Jimmy G. He doesn't, he's not that good. And honestly, they gave him that. And he, again, I just, I started this off with saying, you put a top tier quarterback behind behind this team, behind the 49ers, they're prohibited favors to win the Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl winning caliber roster. So because of all this, the 49ers understand what window they have. And the 49ers also understand how good this team is. And they understand that this team isn't going to go as far or isn't going to reach the heights that it wants to reach with Jimmy G as their starting quarterback, which is why they were okay. They wanted to get off him. They were trying to trade him. They they they, they allowed him to go find a trade partner. The thing that messed them up is, of course, the shoulder the so, shoulder surgery that Jimmy G got, and the fact of you know we know his limitations. And there's not a lot of starting positions in the NFL now. Uh, yes, Jimmy G is better than a, than a couple starting quarterbacks. Like I think he's better than Geno Smith and Drew Locke. I think you know you can definitely. We'll see what happens with Chicago. We'll see what happens with uh, Minnesota. But because of who Jimmy G is, and because of the shoulder injury, the market dried up for him. Where they couldn't, they were either gonna have to let him go for nothing, which you don't want to do because he's still an okay, he's still a good quarterback. Or you keep them. And there, there's no question that the 49ers is moving forward with Trey Lance. They feel that Trey Lance is their guy. Which is why Jimmy G is now going to be a backup, at least for a year. And that also, it's also telling about Trey Lance. This move is telling when we talk about Trey Lance. I'm not saying that they don't have faith in Trey Lance. Do not hear me say that. They they have all the faith in the world in Trey Lance because they were willing to let Jimmy G go, a quarterback, like I just said, that got them to the Super Bowl. But what is one what is the, the biggest knock that we've heard from Trey Lance? His accuracy is an issue and his his consistency is is not as consistent. He's inconsistent, let's say that. See, that doesn't work when you have a Super Bowl caliber roster. Again, that, that'll fly if you have the Bears roster, but if you have the Commanders roster, if you have what's another uh, if you have the, the Detroit Lions roster, that, that inconsistency can fly because it's like you, you, you don't there's, even if you play your best, you aren't winning a Super Bowl. But that can't be the case. That's not the case for the 49ers. 
And the reason why another reason why they bring Jimmy G back is because they don't they understand if things go south with Trey Lance, they have a quarterback that has at least gotten them to the Super Bowl. Now, I think it was more of the team than Jimmy G, but at least he got them there. This means that this organization doesn't have as much faith in Trey Lance as they originally thought when they gave him the keys. I'm not saying that they took they're, they're taking the keys away from him, but the things that have plagued or the, 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 the concerns that the 49ers have had with Trey Lance don't seem to have improved. Because if they did, they would have no problem. Yes, money-wise it sucks, but they would have absolutely no problem in, in releasing Jimmy G. I think the 49ers know where they are and know the opportunity that they have. And you also understand that you don't want to lose Jimmy G for nothing. So why not at least keep him for a year, making him the highest paid backup? I think Jimmy G is a soup. He's a great backup. He's a good starting quarterback. He's a great backup. And... I, this is we'll just see how it goes we'll see how it goes i i don't because of the quarterback situation whether you have trey lance at the starting quarterback whether you have uh jimmy g starting quarterback i don't think that the 49ers is a super bowl caliber team because of the quarterback position do not hear me again let me I, the 49ers is an interesting an interesting team because if you look on paper, this is one of the best, if not the best, roster in all of football, if you ask me. Nick Bosa, Warner, uh, Debo Samuels, uh, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. This is a, a Trent Williams. This is a monstrous team. But because they have so many question marks at the quarterback position – one, that's one of the biggest reasons why they brought Jimmy G back. And two, I don't know when you – yes, maybe the NFC. I mean, yeah, you have Tom Brady. You have Aaron Rodgers. We'll see what happens with Dak Prescott and, and, and Kyler Murray. But this – but when you look at the team, the quarterbacks that they have to face, if they let's say they do make it to the Super Bowl. They could face Josh Allen. They can face Lamar Jackson. They can face uh, Patrick Mahomes. They can face Justin Herbert. They can face Joe Burrow. That's a tall task, especially when you already know that there's going to be a, a, def, a des, des, definitive gap talent gap in quarterbacks when we talk about Trey Lance or Jimmy G compared to a lot of these quarterbacks that are in uh, the AFC. So I understand why they bring him here. I understand, you know, you don't want to lose Jimmy G for nothing. And that's what you essentially would be doing if you released him. And they also understand, they also don't trust what they're seeing out of Trey Lance. It's not saying they don't, not saying that Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback, but they don't trust that he's going to make the improvements moving for like moving forward in this season or if they don't they they don't trust that he can stay healthy not saying that he has an injury pro, injury history but 
Trey Lance hasn't hasn't knocked the like hasn't knocked it out the park. Because if he did, Jimmy G would not be wearing a 49ers jersey right now. I promise you that. Because they don't even want him to be wearing a 49ers. They they could they tried to trade him and couldn't. So there's that, man. Uh let me speak on this uh briefly. So the Buffalo Bills release punter Matt Ariza uh after college after he I think it was San Diego State University, um, he was accused of a gang rape uh, of a 17-year-old girl. Um, and since then, he, uh, he's been released. Now, time and time again, bro, the league shows you their number one their number one thing that they care about is the shield these players see what the league is doing and shouts out to Stephen A Smith he said this what the league is doing and what the league has to be careful about is let me first let, let let me first preface this by saying these were allegations. I'm not saying he didn't do it. But these are allegations. Meaning he could have done it, he could not have done it. I'm not saying either way, I'm saying these are allegations. The same thing with Deshaun Watson, they're allegations. I'm not saying he didn't do it. Cuz that's 24 24 plus women, but there's allegations. What the league is doing, and the league is 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 needs to be careful with this, is they're trying to take, they're trying to do the justice system's job and handing down punishment for for one crimes that or you know crimes that people have been. Uh, Allegate, you know, the allegations of crimes. But what they're also trying to do is they're trying to do this while staying true to the brand. <laughs> Excuse me, staying true to the brand and and keeping the brand safe, keeping the shield protected, keeping the shield clean. That doesn't work. Because I hear a lot of people praising the Bills for doing the right thing by releasing punter uh, Matt Ariza. If, if I'm saying your name wrong, my fault. They're 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 being praised for doing the right thing and releasing him. These organizations spend millions on these players. You think the Bills didn't know that this was a thing before they? drafted him or got him you think the bills did not know that matt ariza had gang rape allegations attached to his name before they even brought him on the team this isn't this is the bills covering or uh, covering their ass because they see that the story is starting to pick up steam and they see that people are starting to be more outraged that this man is still on the team. It was like, all right, well, yeah. 
Yeah, I'll let you go. It's not because they care so much about the victim. They don't. I that they don't give they don't care about the victim. They care that people caught wind of this and now it's becoming a big story. It goes back to when I said about the Deshaun Watson thing. If this wasn't such a big story, if the me if people didn't care, if if the fans didn't care, if the media didn't care, he would have got six games. And would and and everyone would have been cool with it, but because it was public outrage everywhere, the league had to step in, and was like, "I, right, we don't want to suspend you, we don't want to suspend you, a whole season, because you're a great quarterback. So we'll just give you eleven games. That's what that's what's going on, bro. I don't, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. That's what's going on. They don't care, bro." I don't they have to be careful and 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 what Steve some Stephen A Smith said what they'll what the league will do is they'll let you go handle your situation so it doesn't you know away from the shield away from the NFL and then you'll be able to come back That's true but that doesn't always happen Because think about it He's a punter. You can get punters anywhere. But they got a dude. They got, what's the name? D Storm. They got, they got a dude on YouTube that's been trying to be a punter for the longest. They can go get a punter anywhere. That only works when you're a generational talent because the league keeps going. Bruh, people don't even, people tomorrow, next week, this, in fact, tomorrow, this Matt Ariza thing will not be a story. They'll move on to does, you know, what did Lamar Jackson say on Twitter or Aaron Rodgers taking Percocets like every 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 football player takes drugs because of how much physical toll it takes on the body. This Matt Ariza thing is going to go by and the league is look is is praying for that. So yeah, shouts out to the to the Bills for doing the right thing and releasing a player that has gang rape allegations of a 17-year-old by the way, uh attached to his name, but the fact that he was even on a football roster lets you know what the league cares about and what they don't. I don't see I don't want to keep coming on here expressing to you time and time again why there's there shouldn't be that much public outrage because that much public outrage ain't doing nothing the league is still going to league because people are still going to watch now i'm not saying boycott the league i'm saying understand it and with understanding maybe there isn't there isn't as much anger i'm not sitting here saying that the league is right there's many instances where the league shows that they don't care about victims. They don't care about all anything that has nothing to do with the league. If it, if it deals with a person, not the league, which goes back to Calvin Ridley, that, that involves the league. That makes the league look bad because now you can question every player betting, every player, you know, insider, insider betting, insider trading. You, you can question that because this was behind the shield. 
This affects the shield. Now you don't know. Did he throw that interception because he's betting? Did he throw? Did he not catch the pass because he's gambling? That's was that's what's going to creep in. That's why they 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 so severely punished Calvin Ridley. This whole sexual allegation, rape, none of that stuff, that got nothing to do with the league. That has everything to do with you, so you go figure that out. That has everything to do with the individual. You go figure that out. We ain't got nothing. This ain't a Ravens issue. This ain't a, uh, 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 this isn't a Cleveland Browns issue. This is a Deshaun Watson issue. This isn't a Buffalo Bills issue. This is a Matt Ariza issue. So y'all go figure that out. We're going to keep doing what we do here. I'm telling you, man, the league shows you what they care about. People people are just naive in thinking that, oh, this time is going to be different. No, it is not. It's not going to be different because of just how much money the league makes. Hell, there was a story. You think they care about their players, too? There was a story. Uh, what? Wes Welker. I think they weren't trying to cover his medical bills because they're saying that the surgery that he had or whatever has nothing to do with football. Wes Welker, a Super Bowl champion, by the way. So the league is going to show you what they care about. I don't think Matt Ariza is ever going to be back in the league, even if he was found not guilty, because he's a punter. I know they call him the punt god or whatever. He's a punter. Now, if it was a quarterback, that'd be a different story, but he's a punter. But things are gonna things are gonna keep happening. And the league is going to be very poor on reacting to it. That's just how it is. Now, I'm not saying get over it. I'm saying the league shows you time and time again what they care about. They care. They only care about their brand, their bottom line. That's it. So, so continuing my uh, divisional breakdown that I do every, you know, I've been doing before the season starts. Today, I am breaking down the NFC East. Now, this this is a division unlike any other because you talk about a division that saw the highest of heights. Like the Giants have a storied history. The Cowboys have a storied history. The Washington team commanders had a storied history. The Eagles, they won the most recent championship to go from that to where this division is now is is mind-boggling to now arguably the worst division in football definitely a lot of question marks but it's it's just crazy man and i wanted to bring on my man jarell and bobby the hosts of a thousand jumpers podcast to break down uh the nfc east their fellow washingtonians and uh or marylanders if you want to call them but I wanted to bring them on and, and have an honest conversation about this division and, and what they see from each team. And, you know, without further ado, here's my conversation with a thousand jumpers podcast with us about us breaking down the NFC East. So we're talking about the NFC East. I, I wanted to put this off for a while because <laughs> as people know, I am a Washington commanders fan. I'm from. I hate our name. I'm from the. But DMV. that's my team. I hate. I hate our name though. Yeah, I'm from the DMV. Uh, but we're not going to talk about them. Yes, we are. No, we're not. We're not going to talk about them first. What we're going to do is we're going to get, we're going to get the rest of the NFC East, and then we're going to shed our grievances about our team. Uh, last. Okay. And let's let's talk about the Eagles first. 
Um, for some now, I'm not just saying now. Okay, I'm going to take as much bias out until we talk about our Washington team. I'm going to take as much bias as I can out. I don't. I'm not riding with the hype with the Eagles because mm-hmm. of I don't trust Jalen Hurts as much as other people. Okay. Mm. I okay. remember something against black quarterbacks. No, <laughs> definitely not against black quarterbacks, <laughs> but I, it's just, I, we've seen Jalen hurts try to, well, not try, but when you have to throw the ball, he's not the best quarterback. Now. Yes. He didn't have a number one receiver like AJ Brown that he does now. And there's a, you know, there's a reason why the Eagles were the number one rushing team last year because they really didn't have no wide receivers, but I remember what happened in the playoffs went now, of course it is the bucks, but when the bucks made them pass the ball, they looked hella pedestrian. And I think I'm still, you know, I'm still the jerk. I'm still holding. I think, okay, let me say this. And and I'll, and I'll uh, give it to you, Bobby. If Jalen hurts is what people are projecting him to be. I think that the Eagles are going to easily win this division. I think they have, they'll have the best quarterback. I think they arguably have the best defense between uh, Washington and Eagles definitely have the best, one of the best wide receivers in the, in the conference uh, or division. I don't know, but I'm still, I'm still holding out hope. I mean, not holding out. I'm still skeptical. What, mm-hmm. h- how you feel about it, Bobby? Man. Eagles going to be good. We just gotta we gotta realize that they're gonna be a 10 win team at least. You know? mm-hmm. Um even if Jalen Hurts ain't great, like he don't have to be great with that line they got. Well, um they still got Sanders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you got AJ Brown, you're gonna win a lot of jump balls. Like that's what happens. Like you don't need a great quarterback. You just need someone who can get it there and then with a dude like that, he's gonna make a play. So especially with that run offense, there's gonna be a lot of single coverage on that man. Mm-hmm. And then they got the Heisman winner, bro. Devontae Smith, bro. Devontae Smith, yeah. That boy good. People forget about how good he is. Like, he's good. He's not, yeah. He might not be a number one receiver right now. Mm-hmm. I think he is. Good. You think Devontae is? Devontae I is think good. Devontae could be a number one. So For a good offense? Absolutely. Yeah. Devontae wouldn't get in the necessary looks. If Devontae's on our team, whatever he'll Terry? Right now, no. Okay. Right, right now, no. And Terry's you know, middle of the so to oh, add man. to your point, Rob, um, is it's a Jalen Hurts decision on how far they can go as a team. They're the best team in our division because and he can run the age, ball. No, but here's the thing: they don't even use Miles Sanders in the way they should. I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. However, there's not a single corner in our division that can strap AJ Brown one on one. There's not a single corner, right? So now you're putting Devontae as a two, which Devontae was already cooking half the ones in our division. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to cook the majority twos in our division. That's true. And then their defense, the defensive line got better with Fletcher Cox, not to mention Jordan Davis. That's disgusting. Then you got uh, uh, Jaquarius Tart at safety with Slay. Yeah. Dude, like, they, they got a team. But again, I, I, I like Hurts. I feel like Hurts... This is his, you know, make it or break it year. Um, because if he can't do anything with this, they're yes. definitely drafting a quarterback next year. 
Yeah, I, I think this this year is important, not just for Hurst, but for Nick Sirianni. Because, I mean... Uh, that, I say him more than Hurts. Yeah, I think him more than Hurts, too, because Hurts, we've seen flashes of Hurts. That's, and that's why I'm still a little skeptical, because we've seen flashes. To me, we haven't seen a consistent... Now, this is the same argument that you hear a lot of people say about Lamar Jackson, as far as can he throw the ball, can he do this, can he do that? Uh, Jalen Hurts is not Lamar. MVP. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is not Lamar. That's, that's just the thing. So I do think the, for lack of a better term, the jury is still out. But on paper, if you look, to me, this, is the, this, team, this Eagles team is better than the, the Super Bowl winning Eagles team. Now I'm not. Mm. I'm not. But think about that again. Look at the. You got no. slayed. First of all, you starting off at the top of the pyramid with Hurts. We all know how important a quarterback is. Mm. That Super Bowl team with two quarterbacks deep. That's true. That went true. with a dog before. Yeah. And then Foles won them the Super Bowl. That's true. Hurts has done nothing to be in that. <laughs> no. But, I just. I just look. But, I just think roster rise. Roster it. They have a better offense. Than that Super Bowl team, they have better skill position players offensively. Mm. AJ Brown's better than Alshon Jeffrey dreamt he could be. Whoa, okay, hold on, now hold you on, gas, now, whoa, whoa, now hold you're on. gassing it because now, you, I think now you're going a little crazy. Well, you you might be five spots ahead with AJ Brown. Alshon Jeffrey in his prime? Are you crazy? Yeah, it's Ooh. better than AJ Brown right I now. I didn't say he was better. I said he was comparable. Alshon I mean, he Jeffrey might be if if AJ Brown's a ninety, he's an eighty-five. Yeah, I was saying that like he is 75. Old, are you crazy? Like Jeffrey was different, man. Like in his Alshon, prime, I like Alshon. I like them coming crazy? out of South Carolina. I, I like Alshon. AJ Brown, though, man, AJ Brown had like one, two good seasons, maybe. This now, is his fourth year in the league. Why you think he got the deal he got? I do exactly. think he's he been I, injured I, a lot too, especially lately. But I do I think that last year, right. I, I think you can see there, there's something to be said about a quarterback that has a number one receiver. That's mm-hmm. that's a true that number I think one. is going to help Jalen Hurts a lot because I mean I'm not saying it's all on him but when you look at Stefan Diggs with mm-hmm. with Josh Smith when you look at DeAndre Hopkins with Kyler Murray when you look at Patrick Mahomes with well he make anybody number one receiver honestly so <laughs> just, no gas in them. <laughs> but I'm just saying Travis Kelsey the number one this year but yeah. yeah so I'm yeah, just saying I do think that there's a there's a lot riding on this season and I'm not saying mm-hmm. they have to win. The, they have to win the division. They have to win the division. I was about to say they have to because the way that this division, the narrative is. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks with Washington. There's a lot of question marks with Dallas. There's a lot of answers with uh, <laughs> the Giants, and it's not good answers. That you, you you just have to you have to win this division. And let's 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 kind of move over to what we have to talk. About. Let's talk about the Giants, the best you know, team in the division. <laughs> they know who they are. They have an identity. And they're going to carry out that game plan every week. As long as Danny Dimes is, is out there willing and dealing, I'm cool. they're going to be two and fifteen. <laughs> they got not a game plan. It's not a good one. Do you think that? Do you think that if they if he struggled because it looks like he's been struggling? I mean, that's for everything we've seen in camp preseason. I saw one camp throw where he like whiffed the ball like a seven year old could throw a better ball. <laughs> Yo, I seen the preseason game where the dude had the a slant wide open and the man threw it to Baltimore. I just look. Do you think that if they don't succeed this year, which we don't see it, but if they like have a horrible season? Do you think that the Giants will will truly start to look for another receiver? I mean, another quarterback? You have to. I mean, they should, yes. 
but the Giants are, are known for making boneheaded uh, front office decisions. The last few years, they've the last not. few years. I mean, look, but we're not. This is not rocket science. I mean, Dan Dimes ain't been good for what three years or whatever. So if he's asked this, I mean, trash this year, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. you have. They'll to. be I mean, in the Bryce Young sweepstakes, which I hope does not happen for our sake. Whatever. I think. What you I, mean? Whatever, Bryce Young with that team. I don't want that. I don't know, bro. We I, in I, your Heisman house, Rob. The jury, the, the jury's still out on Bryce Young, in my opinion. But right. I think okay. um I, remember this, y'all. Remember, remember this day. I, I remember, brother. I remember. I he, think he lands on the Giants. We're gonna remember a lot of days. Yeah, I think that a <laughs> lot, and I mean an absolute lot, is going to ride on the health and the progression of Saquon Barkley. I think they want to use Saquon kind of like the Panthers use uh Christian McCaffrey. It's foolishly foolishly but but saquon can can take that type of punishment the how do you is, know yeah the, how do we know that's 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 a good how do you know? injured the he's majority injured, like and he did about? not have a good season. i had him on fantasy last year so i know he didn't have oh, a good you were season. Crazy. that's that's a person i don't know why you did you that crazy. <laughs> yeah but well, i just think the 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 key for saquon having a better season is if Kadarius Tony stays healthy and has a, a breakout year, not like go super crazy, but if he can become a, a maybe a thousand yard receiver, that opens the box. Cause remember, it was like eight people on the boxes. Like we don't respect the receivers. How are you gonna be a thousand yard receiver when you got Danny Dimes throwing you the ball, man? Look, I'm about to say, yeah, the Giants. When gadget screwed, plays man. though, like if you looked at Tony, gadget plays don't get you a thousand yards. Plays don't get you a thousand yards. Like, are you crazy? Okay. <laughs> this is like this oh, man said Trey Lance is going to go forty five hundred yards. Like, yeah, the don't only the only way gadget plays gets you a thousand yards is we got Drew Brees throwing you the ball. Your name is like, like, Thomas. Like that's the only exactly way. Like, like if you Ricky Williams running Wildcat stuff, then yeah, you can get a thousand yards rushing. I do. I do think Quintarius Tony is an a phenomenal wide receiver. I do think that he has the skill set to be an number one receiver it's just phenomenal i think he's good i think we've seen flashes last year that he is he can be a monster it's a receiver in the nfl he should so flashes i saw darius hayward bay catch a few go routes i know what tony did to dallas i was like oh okay me you trayvon diggs oh okay we're gonna talk about i'm saying i don't talk about dallas a second but we're gonna have an honest conversation about trayvon diggs we can definitely have that honest conversation so what do you all right so let me ask you this what is your projection if we talk about a 17 game season uh i'll I'll start with you uh jarell what is your projection of like how good or what is the win total for for the giants the giants bias aside they probably win six games at max. Oh, yeah, it's over with. It's over with for uh, Danny Dimes. Yeah, no, like Danny Dimes yeah. shouldn't – no way. I will say, though, it'll be like they'll be competitive. Like Danny Dimes will give you like two really good games early. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, oh, they might be on to something, and then crash and burn. That's They're going to start off oh. early, and then it's going to You crash. remember last year when they played Washington, and he had the greatest game of his life? They still lost, but he had – I was like, yo – they had this man running like he was Cam. That's when you knew he was. They was trash. How they how he <laughs> lose to us and he was cooking. Well, well we got we got to uh, you know send love to Darius Slayton for dropping a wide open yeah, touchdown that yeah. would have ended the game. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did happen. That's another thing, yo. You bring on Darius Slayton. You bring on uh, what's his name, bro? Um, uh, you got Galladay. Yeah, Galladay. They, they got people like isn't they not talentless? They just 
Look, the if Danny Dimes is throwing them I, I, the ball, I, and that but, line is but, trash. Yo, their defense, yo, especially that front seven with uh Babino and um and what's the other corner name? They they got some people. Defense dog. don't matter if your offense is trash. It doesn't That's matter. It's, it doesn't matter. They, especially if you're aggressively be trash. They're not going to be great. Like they'll be bad. Right. But like Trent Dilfer wasn't good, but he wasn't aggressively bad. And you have a Hall of Fame defense ever assembled, yeah, bro. But like, again, that yeah, Trent, defense wouldn't have mattered if Trent Dilfer was just tossing that's the ball true. to the That other is team. very true. Trent Dilfer When Tony was, Banks was out there not doing anything, yeah, that defense don't matter, bro. That's very true. I, I saw get, it in person, so yeah, I know. Yeah, but you can, <laughs> so, yeah. They can you can hold a team to 14 points, but if you can't and, score and 14, if Danny Dimes is giving you the ball at the 40 every time, yeah, that's that's why I think. It's gonna be frustrating because you're gonna see their defense. You're gonna be like, man, they're they're holding cats to like 20 points, 17 cool. points, but they're gonna put up 14, 13. Like they're not gonna be able to to score, and I they do, have the talent to score. I do think that they hope that you know when you bring on Brian Dayball, I think they're hoping that it has the same effect that you know he had on Josh Allen. Which nobody in here, Josh Allen, and nobody here believes that. But I think, you know, they think. I mean, they got a new GM. I just doesn't. I just don't. I don't see it happening. Unless Um, he's suiting up to play football, that GM don't matter. Let's let's talk about him. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think this this team has the most question marks to it. Honestly, as far as you know, Ken Dak Prescott lead a team when you don't really have a, at least to this point a number one wide receiver if, uh, I'm not saying CeeDee Lamb can't be that and clearly he's going to have to be but we'll see about that you know the offensive line isn't what it's been in for the past few years the defense isn't what it's been the last few years you know you lose Randy Gregory and <laughs> you still have you know Mike McCarthy not knowing what time it is and not he knowing how to operate the clock he d- he didn't even do that. He couldn't. He, I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about it. He just can't. He's he's not good at that. He's never been good, like you said. Um, I guess I'll ask you, Bobby. Do you think that Dak Prescott can carry this team, and when he really hasn't had to for the past few years? Yeah, I mean, Dak Prescott can carry the team. The problem is, Dallas is always one step behind their identity. Mm. They they either don't know how to win. Like, they're like, oh, snap, like, we got a lot of talent. You don't know what your bread and butter is. Mm-hmm. Or you don't realize that what you had, you no longer have. Yeah. So that could do it, but they're not going to ask them to. Yeah. They're going to try to run the ball with Zeke. They're going to think, yeah, man, we just got to send it around Zeke, man. You know, make it simple. Chew up the clock. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be six games in the hole. Like, oh, man, like we should really just be throwing the ball. Yeah. This is yeah. the NFL where anybody can catch the ball now. Yo, you think Zeke, and I'll ask you, Jarrell, you think Zeke can lead this team, like, can be that workhorse that he's been? Nah, I think they definitely need to split with uh, Tony Pollard um, because we don't know, like, Zeke's been a shell of himself the last three seasons. Yeah. I feel like, and Tony Tony Pollard gave them, like, a nice little spark, like, it could be a thunder and lightning type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest thing with Rob was saying, going back with Dak, you have CD Lamb, and because Gallup's out for at least the first six weeks because of his injury coming back from ACL, you don't really have another proven receiver. 
So that's the thing. CD, I think CD is talented. I think he could be a number one. But if we double CD, who's beating us? Yeah, and that's that's one thing that they I got some tight ends, bro. They got they cool. They not like Golden Schultz and Golden Schultz, is Schultz cool. bro. He cool. He be getting them yards. He, that is true. That he he, 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 he gets the school those, of Jason Witten. He gets mm-hmm. some, nah, he ain't no athletic abilities. Somehow always open. You're like somehow bro. always in the end zone. Yeah. I do. So I think that one one of the biggest now, yes, it's been injury for Ezekiel Elliott as far as his quote unquote decline. But I also think it is the fact that the offensive line has gotten considerably worse the last few years. Yeah, they got and, older. And it's like, yeah, now that now you they used to have the best offensive line by a wide margin in the league. Now it's just like all right, <laughs> what are we doing here? So, and and I think you were able to lean on that. While it, it didn't, of course, they didn't equate none. You were able to lean on that. You, Zach or Dak didn't have to do that much because he had the longest pocket of all time. He didn't, you know, Zeke had, you know, mountain, mountain see, wide holes. That was the problem. It's the same thing with Russell Wilson. You don't need a line. It just stands in front of him and says, oh, yo, no one can hit you. It's like, now nah, I got to just sit here and try to find someone to get open or something. Like, no, that line is going to be okay if he can move around. Mm-hmm. As long as he run, as long as long he's aggressive and attacking defenses, that offense is going to look great. Yeah, and right. and again, it goes back to my point as to why I was so confused with the whole Mari Cooper thing. It's like the one thing that you want is sureties. You, again, your offensive line is not a surety. Your defense is not a surety. You want sureties, and we th- there's a there's a drastic difference between mm-hmm. Dak Prescott when Amari Cooper's on the field and not on the field. Oh yeah. So it's like, why would you not pay that man? And they lost what's his name Wilson. Wilson, you lose Cedric Wilson. You think that Michael Gallup is going to be that guy coming off of an ACL tear? It just doesn't. I understand the whole homegrown thing, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. And then we get to. We get to Trayvon Diggs. Now, Trayvon Diggs, he's great at intercepting. But a lot, what a lot of people don't talk about is he gets killed because he gambles every single play. They say he's the first corner to give up a thousand yards in a season. And look, and, and think about how think about all we heard last year was what he had like eleven or twelve interceptions, yeah, which, 11 is, interceptions. which yeah. is great. But you also gave up a thousand yards. You gave up a thousand yards. But here's the that- thing: if Dallas just focuses on not being a lockdown defense and just being what the Patriots were a couple of years, where they say, "Yo, you might be able to chew up the field on us, but we can get a couple fumbles here and there." And a bunch of interceptions. See, and that's what's going to change the game. But that, that's an argument that me and you've had, Rob, where, like, that Patriots defense, especially with Asante, they had, like, yeah, they had. Hall of Famers each level of the yeah. defense. Like, Wolfham, you put McGinnis and Brewski. Then you got Rodney. Like, you had dogs each way where if Asante wanted to, you know, take a gamble, I got someone in the back that got me. Oh, no. See, they don't have the Patriots defense when they had Asante and stuff. They got it, like, when they had, like, Brandon Spikes or whatever. Like, you know, they had playmakers on defense. But like, they wasn't locking Having Carson is definitely going to help. But to have Diggs, who 
when he's not making plays with the ball is a liability. And Anthony Brown, who is the worst corner Anthony Brown in the entire is, league. He's bro. on the same That's the problem. Like Apple, bro. He's like, on he don't same. get picked. He just gets burned. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. why I, I've never been so mad at Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs. I'm like, out of all the players that get a pick, you let Anthony you let Brown get a Anthony pick? Anthony Brown was talking. He's you remember? Horrible. They forgot about me. I'm like, Jesus. He getting, that's cool. He's burned by second, like number twos. I just he's burned by threes, bro. Oh, like he's man. so like, all right. So at this right yeah. now, do you who do you trust more, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? Mm. Oh well, I trust Dak Prescott more, but I trust that coach more. Jalen Hurts trust situation, yeah. Nick Carthy. I don't. I don't think that's Nick Sirianni. I don't think it's that far off than Mike McCarthy. I can see the thing. No, no, no. Because Sirianni's got. He knows what plays he, he what he's gonna do. Mike McCarthy just comes up there like, hey, guys, what are we doing today? Yeah, what are we doing? Mike McCarthy, like, my fear, when, when Dallas was looking for a coach, I was like, you know, I don't I don't want them to get, like, a prodigy or anything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, again, Mike McCarthy. I'm like, so Jason Garrett 2.0? Cool. Mediocrity? I'll take it. Give them flashes. Give them hope. He did win a bowl. Cool. And to me, you're, you're starting to see just how good Aaron Rodgers really is. Seeing as though to me he's like, <laughs> is Matt Lafleur a good coach? Stop. We don't know. Yes. But yeah, he's definitely a good coach. Is he? Is he? I don't know. That that's that's. You think it was Lafleur's fault that they lost against the 49ers? Not I do think it was. I think it was every time. I do think it was his fault that the last two playoff games that the offense just crumbles and you. He, he told him throw twenty five times to Devontae Adams. Yeah, I don't know. About that's that. that's Aaron. Or, or, and you went across the middle. Is LaFleur supposed to throw the ball to the czar? And I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. So you telling me game on the line, you take him out. Down, I could, you can't run eight yards, bro. Like, yeah, he throw it in the triple like, coverage. That's true. Into <laughs> Devontae, and he doesn't have Devontae. You got Aaron Rodgers putting his new receivers under the bus for what? Like, yeah, this, yeah, Aaron Rodgers isn't a great leader. Great quarterback, amazing talent, horrible leadership. So, do you think? Do you think that this Dallas team can win with Mike McCarthy as their head coach? Yeah, they can win. Win what? Game. A division? They can win a division. Win it. Okay. Win a, win a playoff game. Win a playoff game. They can win a Super Bowl without McCarthy. <laughs> you they, uh, this year? Win a playoff game? Not this year. No, I, I think this is. I think this. If they do not. At least make it to the, well. I think they'll make it to pass if they don't at least win a game in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that it's over Dallas with. Ain't making it. Dallas not gonna make the playoffs this year. If Dallas doesn't make the playoffs. I think it's over with for Mike McCarthy, especially when you have uh, Sean Payton waiting in the wings. Yeah, like, it should have been over before when he got get done with Green Bay. Dude's trash. <laughs> true. That's I true. could coach Aaron Rodgers right now. I can with my Madden playbook. See, and Let's so go. you asked me about Matt LaFleur, but you telling me that you can coach Aaron Rodgers. That's no, what I'm the difference saying. Difference is I could coach him. I just can't make him throw the under route to your man at 60 yards open. I mean, that's I can't do that. That's true. That's true. So we have here. We are we have arrived. Yeah. Let me let me let me get my grievance. Let me get my grievance out the way before I hand it to you guys. So we're at Washington, you know, as a whole, as a team, Washington's a good team. You know, you have McLaurin, uh, you have the defense, Jonathan Allen, 
pain even though clearly they don't like each other um you got you know chase young is not gonna be there for the start of the season but of course you have chase young yeah sweat uh, we got yeah, the sweat league. yeah um but you get carson wins now i will say that at the time carson was was the best available option you tried to get russell wilson that didn't work Jimmy Garoppolo's on one shoulder at this point, as we can clearly see, seeing as though he clearly he's still on the 49ers, which is what nobody wanted. I mean, Baker Mayfield, no. we tried to get Deshaun Watson. That didn't happen. I, don't, I think uh, Ron Rivera didn't want that. Yeah. But when you go into a situation expecting something that we haven't seen in years to just, just transpire. It's not going to work. What I mean by that is, yes, I think that Carson Wentz is better than Taylor Heineke or yeah, Taylor. This is, Heineke. This, is, yes. this is a fact, but <laughs> you know what you're getting out of Carson Wentz. You know that you're getting a reckless player. You know, that you're, uh, winner. <laughs> you know that you're getting somebody that thinks that they can go heads up with Aaron, Aaron Donald and, and, and win that battle for some reason. You're getting somebody that is not the best accurate wise. He will, he will, you know how they say Jimmy Garoppolo will give you one. Carson Wentz is going to give you one or two. <laughs> and it's like, especially when you, so we have who? We have Sims. We have McLaurin. Who, who else do we have? We, Samuel. I'd say we, we, I'll go first. We have the, the pieces. The thing about Wentz as someone we've played him multiple times and seen what he's capable of. Wentz is a guy, is a big play guy. Mm-hmm. He goes for the home run. And as you saw in his, his best year, 2016, when the plays hit, oh, they hit. It's beautiful. Everyone going crazy. You got people like, we was trashing Nelson Aguilar. He got Nelson Aguilar another contract. That's true. Like when it when it clicked, it clicked. Yeah. When it doesn't, and you look at the game against the Jaguars where he all they looks, had to do is win. He looked he old. When yeah, when it doesn't, it's he's the only person. Cam Newton's kind of like that right now, not ever, but right now. As far as when it's clicking, it looks beautiful. He looks like oh mm-hmm. sh- I wouldn't put Cam in, I'll put like Kirk Cousins though. Yeah, maybe Kirk. When it's clicking, when Carson Wentz is clicking, we saw that against uh last year. We saw that against the Ravens last year. When it's clicking, an amazing game. It's clicking. I think he had like 400 yards. Like when Lamar it's clicking, Jackson it's clicking. Only missed four passes. Like yeah. if Lamar doesn't have a Lamar game, then Carson maybe. Wentz shredded the, the Ravens that night. But then he has, like you said, games like <laughs> the Jaguars yeah, game. The Jaguars he'll have game the game. He'll have games like when they played the 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 Rams. It's just like his bet. You know that's what it is. His ceiling is incredibly high. Like his ceiling is like MVP level because that's what he was in 2016. To me, he was the front runner MVP before he got hurt. His right. floor is dog. Why are you? Why are you? Why do you have pads on right now? <laughs> and that is is something that I think. Well, as we know, Washington is not a patient franchise. 
we're not they 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 act like we act like that oh no we're we're for you but if you're if you come out the gate bro we we love jason campbell because jason campbell came out and i think he was like five and three the beginning of his uh washington start and then it just it just plummeted and then they just start hating bro we love donovan mcnab because he was i think we started the season four and oh i'm like okay we got done then we ran into uh michael vick so it's just like let's let's never bring that game up (laughs) so it's just like i just i just don't think so one of the biggest one of the biggest reasons it didn't work in in the colts is because he quote unquote didn't want to be coached hard well you got ron Rivera, who was one of the notoriously toughest coaches in the league like let me ask you, Bobby. What what do you expect from this Washington team? Man, we're year? the best team in our division. Okay, I don't. We're not hearing none of that criticism. Okay. 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 This is easy. Look, Heineke couldn't make the plays. He can't. I said that the moment John Fools was talking about he should be a starter. This is ridiculous. How many times have you seen an open receiver and he got to adjust to be able to throw the ball? He's not an NFL starting quarterback. Who I mean, who, who else? Who else would have started? Keenan I mean, or Kyle Allen? Like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey man, <laughs> we could have lost a few more games there. There you go. <laughs> you got a pick. I'm just saying. But look, Wentz can make all the throws that we need him to make. Antonio Gibson is a dog. Mm-hmm. As long as he's not just chucking the ball to the other team. Yeah, bro. He's, he's fumb- he good. fumbles like crazy, bro. Old boy from Bama. What's his name? Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. I, I think he might be the dog, and he is, he is a he's dog. the true dog. We can use Gibson as a Christian McCaffrey and split That's him out and be really great. It's really on Scott Turner, too, mm-hmm. like as a coordinator. If we got the, we have weapons. Yeah. We have weapons that's like. Bro, been trying to talk have, about Scott Turner for three. Years. He's not a good coordinator, bro. <laughs> like he had a good quarterback. He's not his father. We need him to be like, like his dad. Norman, oh, yeah, bro. yeah. How many games did he win for us? No. Okay. I think anyway, I think we have to get just like the Scott Turner thing. We have to understand that he's not what he he is, what he is at this point. Carson Wentz is not the 2016 Carson Wentz. He was who? When the last time he built a team that good? The Colts. The Colts have a Super Bowl caliber roster. The Colts have Jonathan Taylor, who is a god. And then they got question marks at receivers. Who? T.Y. ain't played just, five games in 50 years. Yo, Michael you, Pittman Jr. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. He emerged. He emerged. He ain't bro, no they have, All right, the Colts he have a better. With Matt Ryan. Watch. Arguably, the Colts have a better. Matt Ryan's an MVP. So, so you, the Colts have, the Colts had a better offensive line than we did. Mm-hmm. It's still questionable about the defense. It's, they had. They have no weapons on our level. Stop it. On our Jonathan level. Taylor is, ama- is amazing. Outside of Terry McLaurin, we're hoping that, you know, Dotson turns into something. You it's Chris Pittman like he was better than McLaurin. Are you crazy? I'm not saying he's better than McLaurin, but he's they, not on the same bro, they have the same. Bro, Cam Sims doesn't play. Like, what are we talking about? Now, we, if we talking about wide receiver cores, talent, we have. 20 times better. Oh, I'm sorry. Kurt, if, if that's that's another person, Curtis we, we has the talent, they just got to play. Um, they offensively, out they Jonathan Taylor is better than our running backs, fair, and their offensive line is better than the offensive line. We have yeah. better weapons, though. We you put us in a, in a vacuum, our weapons are better. And with a, a quarterback with that arm can get it to the people, man. Again, and I'm 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 hoping we got to worry about our linebackers. 
Yeah, that's bro. really that's really the bro, key. What is Davis doing, bro? Man, we I don't feel like we're using Davis right because when Davis is kind of just freelancing, he's fine. Is when we like make him. We don't have a coverage linebacker. Like I like Cole Holcomb in the run. Yeah, in the Holcomb, run, all right, but yeah. he in the run, he's dope. In the pat in the passing I'm game, I'm glad we cut Abdi, bro. Yeah, Thank every God. time I seen him on the field, I was like, "We got him our safety, NFL our safe, our our the back end of our defense ain't good neither." Now think I about mean, it. I mean, Bobby McCain is solid. Um, we got Jackson. You have Fuller, like, and we got Juice. We got decent corners. We have decent corners. Our safeties are solid. Cam Curl and Bobby McCain. That's a <laughs> solid. I'm not saying they're okay. We okay. That's solid. And with the linebackers we got, our middle gonna get eight up every game. All right, so let me let me ask you, Jarrell. Take your bias out. Let me. I'll, I'll answer first, and I'll ask you first. Okay. About what our record? I think best case scenario. I can see 10, 11 wins. Best case scenario. Best case scenarios, eleven wins. Yeah. Worst I was, case. I was gonna go twelve, but worst case scenario, I can see us six, seven. No, we can go to three. Three worse? Three wins? Because y'all... We do have a tough all, schedule. Are we all not Washington fans? Do we all not know that we're going to lose every close game we're in if That's worse very comes true. to worse? That's very true. Yeah, We're going to have like... Three lo- three wins with like four one score losses. That's one thing that's not talked about a lot is uh, Ron Rivera's clock management. Now it's just glaring with Mike McCarthy. The problem is his teams don't be that good, so we don't be caring. That's what I'm saying. But Ron Rivera, his <laughs> his clock management is miserable. Like that, but I think and and he rocks around, which I understand with the whole 2015. Uh, Panthers just like strapped to his chest, like, yeah, I got them to the Super Bowl, bro. Cam Newton was on another level that year, that defense was on another level that year, yeah, but he coached them. But he he coached them, so now, all right, do something with this team, yeah, like, please. That's what I we, think that's we got what, 10 I mean, wins in us, man. Got 10, 12. I, I say 11, 11, the best case, a realistic case, we can go nine and eight, worst case. Case? What seven and ten? Worst case, I, I think it is on Wentz for real. It's on Wentz. Yeah, and I think that's um, a scary place to be when you have to. Now I understand what the fuck Coles felt when you have to when your season is pretty much in the hands of Carson Wentz. Ooh, that is a tough, tough. But tough. do you ever need to be motivated? We got the perfect revenge schedule. We play Philly twice, including a Monday night at Philly, and we play the Colts this year. Also, last year was a tough. Do something. Wasn't all do it. our conference games like at the end, like like consecutive? Yeah, that that was ridiculous. The league really didn't like us, bro. Our last six games was a division. It was all conference games. Yeah. Like we could or division games, yeah. <laughs> and then just like, all right, let's make a run real quick. That's that's not even fair, bro. That's, yeah, that doesn't make. That's sense. never happened. <laughs> like <laughs> the history true. of six division. Come on, bro. Well, I mean, okay. we had like five when RG three won the seven in a row. That's RG3, it wasn't. Bro. It wasn't back to back. Like <laughs> yeah, our, our last five games. Yo, there was. was, the, was that's never happened, bro. Yo, they were talking about the other day, bro. I, I know I didn't ask you guys about this, but or tell you we were even talking about this because I didn't even think about it. But you brought it up. Yo, imagine. Like, do you think? 
What happens if RG3 doesn't get hurt? Like, imagine if he understands that he can't go head to head with a Lodi Nada and he actually as someone, slides. As someone who was at that game mm-hmm. and, and, and witnessed that in real time, I've, I've never been a part of something where like the building just lost like whatever breath was in their body. Even Raven fans was like, yo, did that just happen? Um, his, his leg whiplashed forward. Like, and then they I tried to trot him back out there, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't Kurt win that game for us? Kurt, Kurt won the Kurt game won for the us. Game. Yeah. Kurt won the game. I would say Man, if RG3 never got injured, we would have never had to look at Kirk Cousins play for. If RG three would have never got injured, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, in my opinion, would not be on wouldn't be the high one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the last oh, five no. years. And he also would not be the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. I do not believe. And I do think that we would we wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. I'm not naive. But I do think that we would at least got to a conference championship. Like, the was is, tough, bro. The problem is the pen the, that kept penalties that we had with that. Yeah. And then with the draft picks we had traded, like and, and we win more games. Where do we pick at? It's weird. Because I mean we could have won like, a playoff game. We got our, we definitely won a playoff game. With RG3, I think. Um, we definitely won playoff games. Him being good would have gotten other talent to come to the to the team. People that we couldn't get before. He was like, "Hey, I want to play with him." Yeah. And again, that was exciting football. And not to mention, similar to Carson in terms of just big play when it clicked. I mean, we all remember Thanksgiving. That's that's one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah, I just like, watched those um, highlights the other day. That stuff is magnificent. So, so I was having a conversation. I was having a mean debate, and I'll ask you guys: If he would have never got, never got hurt at his prime, is RG three better than Lamar Jackson? No. No. He's not as good of a runner. He's not as good as a runner. But his prime, he could never run as good. I think he's a better passer, though. He's definitely better passer. That doesn't matter. I mean, he came in. You saw a direct like seven wins in a row with Lamar Jackson. That's like true. he was immediately on a team that didn't have a bunch of talent. Like that's true. Nah, but we didn't have like a bunch of talent offensively. What? Hold we on, had, we had Shanahan coaching yes, first Shanahan of all. Coaching, no, bro. we had the elite coaching. Yeah, Santana Moss. Moss didn't we? Like we had a good Santana Moss. We had we had Aldrick Robinson who could run like a four three forty or something and just catch the deep passes and stuff. But it, we, well, had what, we had Pierre, we had Pierre Garçon. Oh, hold Pierre on, Garçon, Like, what had, do you mean? No, I I think we peaked talent wise with Kirk Cousins, and it's a shame to have like Garcon, Deshaun, Jordan, because Jordan Reed went on that rookie year team. Yeah, Jordan, like yeah. Kirk got the talent, mm-hmm. the elite level talent, where Crowder was virtually open the whole season, and Kirk just didn't know how to. <laughs> We, we had elite coaching, and we had someone who, who galvanized like Santana. That was his last year, and he had eight touchdowns, 40 catches. That and means Alfred Morris was still a real running back. Yeah, Alfred Morris. Alfred was... Morris has no speed at all and somehow was second in the league in rushing, which is incredible. <laughs> Alfred Morris, he was a baby Frank Gore for a second. <laughs> but the whole, uh, so before we go, I got two more questions. I didn't ask you. I didn't tell you guys, but, you know, we'll do it. I'll answer first so you guys can think. What is the surprise player that, in your opinion, is going to shape this division? It could be a big-name player. It could be a – I'll answer for me. 
to me, the player that's going to shape this division, that's a surprise, not like a mainstream player, is, well, he's still mainstream, but I, I do think it's going to be uh, CeeDee Lamb. I think that we're going to see exactly what Dak is made of because, I mean, you don't have the the whole plate given to you at this point. Now, I'm not saying Dak can't flourish, but CeeDee Lamb is a number one. Well, we think CeeDee Lamb is a number one receiver. If he is not, if he turns out to be like a <laughs> like a Juju Smith-Schuster after Antonio Brown, then it's going to be a long <laughs> it's going <laughs> to be a long season for Dallas. Especially when you have, I mean, at that point, you're you're hoping and praying that Michael Gallup comes back to be better than what the hell he ever been. Um, so I think that the player is CeeDee Lamb. Uh, that is going to be, you know, not the most, the biggest name, but be one of the most important players of this division. So what about you? I'm going to go same team, different player. It's Zeke. Mm. I think if he can be that Dynamic running back, 1,200, 1,300 yards on the ground, maybe 500 yards receiving. Dallas is going to win an early game, and then every other team in the division is just going to give in. Like, all right, cool. It's just not our year, man. Dallas is actually good. Like, that's what's going to happen. If he doesn't, and Dallas starts off, you know, one and three or something, yeah. I think it's going to change every team's mindset. Got you. Got you. me, I'm going to be the homer. I'm going to say Jahan Dotson. Hmm. I think with Terry, everyone's looking at Terry, and rightfully so. Terry is the, the best receiver on our team, and he'll get the, the demanding coverage. But I do think we caught a lot of flack for taking Dotson over Olave, and uh, we traded down, and we couldn't get Garrett Wilson. But we actually made a really good pick, and I think people don't know how good of a pick it was until they see him play. Just kind of like how when we got Terry, they was like, is he really going to be that good? Remember, he didn't play at all preseason. Then he caught a bomb against Philly, and everyone was yeah. like, yo, he nice. I think that's going to be John Dawson. Yeah, I was. he was on my list. Uh, Devontae Smith was on my list. Um, he's, he's definitely going to ball out this year. Look, if yeah. Dawson's good, then we're going to win 12 games. Again, to me, it's all about Carson, bro. It's, exactly. It's Carson, if he's good and, he, and Carson can get him the ball, he gets a thousand yards with one twelve games. I was also thinking. <laughs> now, give. I was also thinking Curtis Samuel. As far as I think they're going to use him. They're going to try to use him the same way that uh, the Forty Niners use Debo Samuels. Wow, well, he gets injured every play. I'm not saying he's that. as good, but I think that they're going to use him as not, even, not good. Yeah, if I say durable, yeah. it's not even about talent. He's fast as hell. Like, yeah, we all like, know Debo that he's a playmaker. He can't. Don't get hit three times. Again, gone. I think they're going to try to use him, and then when they figure out, oh, sh he might not be built for like Debo's built. <laughs> we'll see, but I think that that's what they're going to try to do because it's like he, I just he. When you talk about the gadget stuff, uh, Jarrell, that is the perfect player if he can stay healthy. You know, I think that, it's more Gibson because Gibson has the better body build, right? And if, if they try to make Curtis Debo, then. Turner's as bad as as real things. Did you see the preseason Debo. game when he fumbled at like the five yard line? <laughs> Who? Antonio Gibson, bro. I at told the, you he at bro. The, uh, this this pass, yes. I didn't watch any of the preseason. Bro, this man fumbled at like the five, and it's just like, bro. Of course, 
So we got we got running backs that like to give the ball to the other team, man. I've ever seen like Albert Morris like getting tackled. He tossed the ball out of his hand. I'm like, my <laughs> man. All right. Why? So last question. Of course, uh, we talked about where to, we talked about the NFC East. Um, I got a thousand jumpers podcast with me again. Uh, appreciate you guys coming on. The last question I have, and I'll start with you, Jarrell, is who do you have winning the division? I have Philly. I have Philly winning the division. Um, realistically, I think Philly won us two, Cowboys three, Giants four. Okay. Bobby? I was winning the division. Mm. I don't think any team is – Dallas doesn't have any identity. The Eagles are going to try to do too much too soon. They're going to lose games that they shouldn't. I think – Wentz is going to make just enough plays to the most important people, and we're going to win maybe three or four games that we shouldn't win. And we're going to win the division. Uh, it's, it's, man, it's tough putting my faith in Carson Wentz. But because we've seen him, like, I've seen him live, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm going to go with us. Because honestly, I have more faith right now in Carson Wentz than I do Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, but I I'm do think, of course, that can change. Like if I look and Jalen Hurts starts balling, I'm not about to say, oh no, Carson. Like, no, I'm I can I'm not blind. But I have more faith in Carson Wentz. I also have more faith, of course, when we're completely healthy in our defensive front. Absolutely. Uh getting to the quarterback. I think last year. It was a, I don't know why it was a down year, but it was a down year. Of course, uh, Chase Chase Young Injuries, man. got hurt, and but I do think this year they have something to prove. Of course, we remember the highlight of last year was the fight on the on the sideline. I think Jonathan Allen. I mean, I think they ranked him like 88th or something this year. Yeah, he was players. Yeah. Um, I do think that we have a better, like I said a better defensive front and I trust Carson more now outside of AJ Brown. I trust our weapons more. Um, yeah. Devonte Smith is good, but of course we see what Dobson does. Um, they still have Rager. So it's well, that Rager. Kind of things out. That's true. <laughs> so I have us Washington. I have Philly. Mm. I'm going to, I think I'm going to throw a curveball. I think, I think, I think, New York because of Saquon. I think Saquon's gonna go crazy. Mm. I think if that, New York wins I think more that, games than Dallas. That, oh, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be the be greatest show game. all year. <laughs> but like I said, man, New York has a better offensive line. They just have a terrible quarterback. Like they they yeah. actually refine their offensive line in the draft and the offseason. Mm. I think and they, they, have better, does. they have better weapons. Now, of course, I don't know what the hell happened last year, but like I said, you have Slay, you have like they have better weapons it's just fuck you know daniel jones so i think i think new york had i think it's going to be washington philly new york and then dallas and i'm and this is not just me being a homer fan but i do think that there's a lot of question marks with dallas and while i do think dak is better than daniel jones i think new york has a better team than dallas uh and okay. but you know i do that like we stated earlier doesn't really matter if you ain't got a good quarterback like you I mean, can have you can have the 001 ravens defense you can have the 
the Steelers defense steel curtain. If you have a terrible defense or a terrible quarterback, it doesn't really matter. We seen we seen Ron Rivera be able to simplify it and get a lot of wins. 2015, they lost the number one receiver and they just won game after game after game. Wentz is gonna have only have to make a handful of plays. Yeah. Mark Brunell, 2.0. But <laughs> in a perfect world. <laughs> hey man, he wins that Monday night game. They did. Yeah, they did. he's good money in my book. Again, I want to thank my man's Bobby and and Jarrell for coming on. I'll put all the links in the description below. Uh, yeah, that, the NFC East, man. See, if we just take what we got from the from the from the preseason, the Washington is not going to win a game. It's that's just, or maybe not even win more than four games. Just if we take what we get for the preseason, there's a lot of question marks. I think. The Eagles have one of the best uh, rosters in all of football. And and like we said, it's, it's going to be about Jalen Hurts. So thank you again, Thousand Jumpers Podcast, for coming on. Uh, yeah, that was our – if you agree with anything that we said, disagree with anything we said, leave in the description – I mean, uh, leave in the comments. Definitely talk about it. But thank you, guys. Um, I did want to sh- talk about this R.J. Barrett $120 million extension. Um Shouts out to RJ Barrett, definitely deserving. Uh, he he's a good player. He's a very important player for the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks need Knicks. <laughs> the New York Knicks need stay you know stay uh, a stable presence, and they thought it was going to be in Julius Randle, which he's still a good player. Uh, now they're hoping it's RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett definitely deserved this extension. He's been good for this team. The reason why I want to talk about it is because this definitely changes the aspect of what happens with Devin, Donovan Mitchell. Now Donovan Mitchell was linked to being traded to the Knicks. Uh, you see, you have to teams have to understand, bro, what a player's worth is. I talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into detail, but Donovan Mitchell is a great player. He's a great player. He's a great piece, but he is not a champion. If he is your like best player on a championship team, you don't have a championship team. That's just how it is. Not No offense to Donovan Mitchell. He's been the best player for Utah for the longest, and we haven't considered them a championship team. They've been really good in the regular season, but you know what I'm saying? So... Asking he for the trade, they're asking for like five picks and and key players. He's not, in my opinion, he's not worth that. Maybe three picks, but they were talking about you know giving up Obi Toppin and giving up uh, uh, Emmanuel quickly, R.J. Barrett, maybe Julius. Rand- like no, they they were they would be happy to give off Julius Randle. They just no, they didn't want him. I can see a, a really good team. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said this again, man. The last time they had a star on this team was Carmelo Anthony. And I I would it would be interesting to have, you know, Donovan Mitchell on the team. I think you I would give up to Obi Toppin. I would give up Emmanuel Quickly and maybe three draft picks, maybe. But or either Obi Toppin or Julius Randle, but clearly they tried to get off of Julius Randle and nobody wanted him. Or Let's see. Utah didn't want him. I do think that it's going to be interesting what happens with with Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. See if they can pull a three trade deal, a three team trade. The Knicks, the Utah Jazz, and 
and the Lakers because trust me with with the Lakers getting Patrick Beverly they're going to try they're 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 desperate to get off of Russell Westbrook I think Russell Westbrook is desperate desperate to get off the team I know you hear reports Don Devin I know uh Ham is trying to make Russell Westbrook a focal point. You heard Jeannie Buss said that Russell Westbrook was their best player last year. That really shows you management does not pay attention to games. Um, yeah, I think, you know, with this R.J. Barrett extension, it makes it a lot more difficult for a two-team trade because I think they were, the, the trade would center around at least Utah getting R.J. Barrett. Now they can't really afford him with this extension. Um, so I'm, extend, I'm, I'm not saying that Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks is 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 not happening, but it's a lot harder, and you may need a third team. Uh, and I don't know. I do think that whether you get Donovan Mitchell or not, I don't see the Knicks as as a championship team. Um, hell, I barely see them as a playoff team, honestly. But you know, we'll see how it goes. So, uh, I do want to say shout out to Jackie Young uh, for winning the most improved player as well as Asia Wilson for winning defensive player of the year to uh, Vegas Aces. This is one of the biggest reasons why I, th- I think that uh, I had the Aces winning at all. Now, while this, you know, I'm recording this Tuesday night, so we'll see what happens. But I know they're down, uh, down one against the storm. But. This team is stacked, bro. You have, again, a most improved player, defensive player of the year, a former MVP. I think she might win another MVP this year in Asia Wilson. Uh, you also have Chelsea Gray, who's a bucket. You also have Kelsey Plum, who's a bucket. This, uh, Han- Dorica Hamby. Like, they, this this team is tough, bro. Um, and But I do, again, shouts out to Jackie Young. Shouts out to Asia Wilson. You know what's funny? I was looking, I was watching the Storm and the uh, Storm and Vegas game, the first one, I didn't realize just how many number one overall picks were playing. We talk about Jackie Young, Asia Wilson, I think Kelsey Plum, um, I know Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart, and what's, what's her name, bro? Jewel Lloyd. Like, they got another a lot of number. Oh, I think Tina Charles, too. Like, they got a lot of number one overalls, bro. It's crazy. But um yeah, shouts out to Jackie Young and and Asia Wilson for winning both the most improved player Jackie Young and Asia Wilson winning defensive player of the year. So Hey man, college football's back as well. Uh now, yeah, we did get games on Saturday. I know we got Wisconsin and I think it's Northwestern and Scott Frost cost them the game. That's just I don't know. I don't understand how stop Scott Frost keeps getting keeps getting invited back to the to this team. But <laughs> college football is back. Uh, no offense to those teams. No offense to the teams playing on Thursday, but the big boys, for lack of a better term, are playing Saturday. You got I know Notre Dame. I think is playing uh, Ohio State. Georgia is playing Oregon, and th- the big boys are back now. To me, it's kind of shaping up as a three-team race as far as championship aspirations and that, or championship, like actually good enough to win championship. And that's Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. It's there's you know Texas A&M might be good, uh, Michigan might be okay. I just it just feels like a three-team race. Colin Cowherd said something about this. 
the difference the the two okay so the difference between the NFL and college football it's not as it's not let me say this the problem let's let's talk about the problem that college football has it's not as glaring because of the big games but the 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 biggest problem that college football has is the big game issue meaning there is hundreds of there's there's at least 100 games a week Yet we only care about two of them, two or three of them. That's what makes the NFL different from college football. Yet college football is great. And people are still going to tune in and, and tailgate and everything. But that's what makes that's what makes it different. There's only, like, think about it. There's multiple games, a lot of games. But we only care about really two of them. And that is Notre Dame and uh, Ohio State and Oregon and, and Georgia. And I'm almost sure, and I'm an Oregon fan, I'm almost sure Oregon might get doors blown off them. The the college football has to find a way for to to allegate the people's interest to other teams outside of the big boys. NFL, you got three games. You got the one o'clock, you got the game of the week, the four o'clock, and then you got the late. Then you also got Monday night football. You also got Thursday night football. So, hey man, college football is back again. I don't, I don't really see anybody outside of Ohio State, Georgia, and uh, Alabama. I don't really see. I mean, I don't see Notre Dame. Notre Dame's a good team, but I don't, I don't see them. I know they're ranked fifth right now, but yeah, college football is back. Uh, and there you have it. <laughs> That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I appreciate you guys. If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Go get your Unpopular Podcast merch today. Also, please subscribe to every listening. Please subscribe to every watching. It definitely, definitely means a lot to me. And until next time, much love. That's true. That's true. Is that right? She's sipping one way, and yeah, I swear, get her wetter. My loop, but that's new, so my bottom stays better. No, I'm not on ride, but I'm all up on my channel. Just talk to your homie, she said we should be together. Can't be friends with someone, say that I made her my header. If she ever call my phone, you know I got a debtor. But I like that girl so much, I wish I never met her. Hello? I know it hurts sometimes, but you'll get over it. You'll find another life to live. I swear that you'll get over it. But I know you're sad and tired. You got nothing left to give. You'll find another life to live. I know that you'll get over it. Wish I never, ever, ever told you things. I was only, only trying to show you things. I stopped heart on your neck, tried to froze your ring. I had to get me a new bitch to hold the pain. We was in Hawaii looking at the rain. Yeah, she's smiling happy, but I'm laughing cause a new man That just go to show me money, don't attract a thing. Stuck to the plan, even though you used to go with my man. Yeah, I, I know it hurts sometimes, but you'll get over it. You'll find another life to live. I swear that you'll get over it.
have you strapped up your wrist Diamonds on your neck, ice all on my wrist Compliment myself, she don't want me, I'm running wild You know I respect her on that level She don't want me, then I'm a letter Go over there with that bro fella Walk off my St. Laurent, that leather One from chick, I swear that she better Want me back, never That's true, that right She sippin' one way and yeah, I swear I get her wet My Louboutin's new, so my bottom stays red No, I'm not a rock, but I'm all up on my channel Just talk to your homie, she said we should be together Gave me brain was so insane that I made her my head If she ever call my phone, you know I got a dad But I like that girl too much, I wish I never met I wish I never met